This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here we are back again for another episode of Who's There, where you call and we take your calls and we talk about your stuff and, you know, just generally give back to the community. Yes, that's what this episode is. It's giving back. It's our <laughs> it's our charitable episode a week. That's what I call it. Um, also, I, you know what's funny? I realized the other day is like we always start this episode in bad ways, but we never actually say the phone number that you like sh- could call to get on the episode. Oh, my God. You're right. 619 <laughs> who them? How do we never say that? I don't know. It's just we never say that. It's just really funny to me. Someone called recently my friend and Amy. was like, um, you should put your friend. And it was like, you should put your number on your Google contact sheet. I don't even know how we go about doing that. I don't know either. But she said when she searched her weekly phone number, we came up. So it wasn't that hard to find us. But we I should do make it think easier, though. we should say, oh, you know, if you want to call in, the number is 619-WHO-THEM. Okay. So, oh, you know, if you want to call in, the number is 619-WHO-THEM. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Do not call 1-800-WHO-THEM. Do not call 1-888-WHO-THEM. Call mm. 619. 619 is the area code for what place? Did we ever... Did I ever... Uh, I don't think it matters. It was just like the Google option. It was... I think it's California. I'm just, cur- I'm just curious where, we, where we're from. Let's see. San, Let's Diego. See. San Diego. We're from yeah, San California. Diego. We're from mm-hmm. San Diego. Never been to San Diego, actually. I have. I've it's never been. fine. It's fine. Don't disrespect San Diego. We're going to get some calls from San Diego. It's fine. I stayed in a haunted hotel and it was like, you know, whatever. It was fine. But I kept trying to like find ghosts and everybody was like, Mm -hmm. no ghosts here. And I was like, well, then you shouldn't advertise yourself as haunted. Anyways. That's always the problem with. I know. Ghost tours. They want to be haunted, but they're not actually willing. I did see a ghost at a ghost tour in savannah once i told you about that yeah when you like took the train by when yourself I, to savannah I took the train i took the train from new york to savannah by myself it was like 13 hours it was iconic and i stayed in savannah at this bed and breakfast anyway i was on a ghost tour and i took a photo of one of the the windows on what they called i took a photo on one of the windows of what they called the most haunted building in savannah i mean i'm sure they say that about every building in savannah like depending on the ghost tour you're on but I took a photo of the window and my face detector went off and there was no one that. in the window. Yeah. The face detector kept going off every time I looked in the window. <laughs> the iPhone detected a face. Yeah, but maybe they like put a picture of a face in there. So the iPhone. No, was, I didn't like, see. No, the there face. was no you could see there was nothing behind the window. Well, it was an empty then, room. You know what? I guess it was haunted. It was a ghost. I'm just saying, if you want to spot a ghost, just use your phone. And if the face detector shows up in an empty room, then that's a ghost. Or someone's in there and you're like, get or, out. <laughs> or someone's in there. Um, let's do the first comment. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, so per last week's episode, I wanted to share some hot, swampy goss uh, about who darling Doug Jones, a.k.a. Fishman, Shape of Water, Fishman. Um, I was at the Golden Globes in the lobby of the Beverly Hilton, and I was looking across the lobby <clears throat> and saw Doug Jones fully wallflowering and we made no exaggeration like five mississippi eye contact uh no one else was noticing him and i knew he knew i knew so i spun around to interrupt my friend and to ask her to take a photo of us and when i turned around he was completely gone the acrobatics required for a man that height to disappear are just beyond 
So unconfirmed, he may actually be a camouflaging humanoid reptile person. Uh, thanks. Bye. Good for him, Bellathorn. So we just realized after li we listened to this yesterday together and we didn't even put this together. But now listening to it again, we were like, wait, why do we know this voice? It's our friend Spencer. Pretty sure that's Spencer. Also, that Spencer, Spencer would be the only person to recognize Doug Jones at a party. Like and if there's all these stars, like everyone is just like. The, the, everyone is just like the most A-list they could be. And then Spencer like spots Doug Jones spots and the, like the stares at him. Spencer and Doug Jones have a lot in common. <laughs> Spencer can win a staring contest. So Spencer could also know, play sure. a sexy seaman, which actually I think I've seen him do before. <laughs> Thank you for that call, Spencer. God, I hope that was Spencer and not, and that we didn't just I'm misidentify pretty someone. sure it was because I think he I'm pretty sure it was uh, is that it we don't have any other comments do we that's the only comment nothing I want to take that's rare there was a there was a comment about the boss baby someone called in to be like listen I watched the boss baby and Lindsay was wrong I did not enjoy it so no. that was kind of funny to me no 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 she said it wasn't as good as you you hyped it up no to she said it was good See, you're misremembering. Uh-uh. Okay, I don't really want to find the call, but I'm pretty sure she was disappointed. Uh-uh. Hi, um, I wanted to let you know that I think I got this from your podcast, but I took your advice. I got super stoned and watched Boss Baby, and it wasn't as good as you told me it would be. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Uh, Goo Goo Gaga. No, you can really talk. Fine. I can talk. Now let's see if you can listen. Get me a double espresso and see if there's some place around here with decent sushi I'd kill for a spicy tuna roll right about now. Now here's a real call. Here's a real call. Hey, you guys. I just had to step into a conference room at work and call you because um, I really need you guys to tell me what, like, what went on in Vegas this weekend. Like, I just saw an article that PC Peterson from NYC Prep, first of all, I'm like glowing with joy thinking about that show again. Apparently he got married to someone who I don't know and I don't remember her name since I stepped away from my desk where I was reading the article. He got married to someone in Vegas, but it's a friendship marriage. Like they are not in love. They've never had sex. They just want to be married because their BFF is what it sounds like. Who else was in attendance at this wedding, you might ask? E.J. Johnson, who I don't really know, but he looked great. Um, Tiffany Trump, who I do know, she did not. And None other than one of the best who's, Abigail Breslin. Can you please find out why Abigail Breslin, Breslin was at this wedding? I really appreciate it. Good form, Bella Boy. Great page six item. This is one of the like most page six items that's ever page sixed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. because it involves this friend group that we have talked about before because people have called in and said, why is Abigail Breslin hanging out with all of these kind of pseudo-famous rich people? And, and she's yeah. she's been friends with Andrew Warren for a long time, and Andrew Warren's in that crew, but also Abigail Breslin is a New York City girl. Right, she's so age. the answer is that this crew has been running around together, like pre-fame, just she's being rich for a long time. Abigail Breslin, as you know, is a child star, so she's been famous for a while. And they've all, they're all the sons and daughters of rich people. So like mm -hmm. E.J. Johnson, who we've talked about before, is Magic Johnson's son. Mm -hmm. um, and Peter Brandt Jr. is Stephanie Seymour's son, as Bobby pointed out. I'd forgotten the <laughs> Brandt brothers. You can't forget the Brandt brothers. Um, Andrew Warren, I don't know if is anyone's kid, but it but is is Andrew Warren someone's kid? Uh, you just kind of have to assume if they're not someone famous's kid, they're just 
the the son of a, the the child right. of a rich person in New York City because Tiffany he's like Trump is self explanatory. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shouldn't an, she be in school? What is she doing? Why isn't she, she in school? I just love they say Georgetown law student Tiffany like they they say that being like um you should be in school like page six right. like shades her for not it's being not, in school. Winter break is over, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Listen, um, Tiffany. Okay, sorry. Go and on. And then they hang out with like a really funny like group where it's it's trying to think of so the other person who I didn't know from this group that I looked up today was um Raya or Raya Benitez, who is um Jellybean's daughter, DJ Jellybean from the 80s, who like remixed every song in the 80s. If you go back to like Whitney Houston remixes and like Mariah Curry remixes, they're all done by this guy mm-hmm. named Jellybean. That's his daughter. He, he worked dated with Madonna. Any, any famous <laughs> pop star in the 80s, he like worked with them. He knew them. He was friends with them. Right. Um Andrew Warren though has that a fashion line, right? That Andrew Warren has a fashion line. One time we've talked about it. Abigail Breslin walked just, in his one of his runway just shirts. Drew. It's just, drew. just Drew. <laughs> it's really good. Abigail sort of. It seems like she sort of did it as a favor. Um, um to her like best but friend. Think, but I also think, looking back now, I'm th- trying to remember that video again. I think the connection is Marla Maples and. Um, Because Marla is Tiffany's mother. I think Marla and Andrew Warren's mother are friends. I think she mentioned something about like there's a a parental friendship behind it too. Which is just like rich New York people hang out with other rich New York people in the Upper West Side. So that's it. So a year ago, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a piece in New York Times style called, and the headline was Move Over Rat Pack. And Brat Pack, here comes mm-hmm. the Snap Pack. And it was about oh, yeah, this that. friend group yeah. and how they're really into Instagram. It included all the people we just mentioned, include and Kira Kennedy, who remember got shamed off Instagram because she mm-hmm. like, yeah, was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaia Matisse, who is Matisse, the painter's great, great, great granddaughter. It's like That's... truly of a different era. This this guy who got married, PC Peterson, he was on NYC Prep. His grandfather was a billionaire and was the Secretary of Commerce. Right. And some people, NYC Prep had like one season. It was like a lost reality show that people really loved. It was a little bit too real, I think, which was yeah. why, which is why those reality shows, it felt like pretty wild or like. I was going to say pretty shows, wild. It was, it was, uh, it was girls. in, it was in sort of when people, it was in that 2009, 2010 time where people were like, I'm done with reality TV, but they just, right. were, they really weren't done with reality TV. <laughs> they really liked, it was good. It just. Reality TV was still like trashy in that way where mm-hmm. everybody was like, reality TV is like not respected. Right. I mean, because reality TV is yeah. back again, but this was sort of, it's a lull. This is when people kind of thought it was over, but it before wasn't Before the top chefs, before the ones that felt like some people were redeemable in this weird way that well, it was now long, we talk it was, about. It, was, it, it existed with those other ones. It just didn't get that respect. People no, wanted didn't. to take a break from reality. But I think if this show premiered now, <laughs> I think it would be a better, probably a bigger hit. Probably. But yeah, so it was it was like OC was popular. So NYC Prep was like the OC equivalent, like the real L word versus the L word or like the all The Tinsley those Mortimer other, yeah. show was around this time too and failed. Who then she came back for Housewives. So yes. this group we've talked about before, but this wedding is truly strange. You're right. Mm-hmm. Because these two got married, but like for friendship. And they both, of course, had to put out like press releases on their notes apps to like confirm Multi-page that like they're only friends. Releases. I know. So his was 
I like this. I will not read the whole thing, but I'd like to set no. the record straight. Esme and I got married in Vegas this weekend for over 10 years. We've been discussing this. This was a sober decision that we planned over the weekend. Okay, the fact that you got married in Vegas does not like speak to your sober decision, but fine. Many of but you no, that's that... why they're saying, that's why he brings <laughs> right. it up because he's like, we didn't just get drunk in Vegas. This was planned. We planned it for a decade or something. Right. Many of you know that Esme and I have been best friends since we were kids with a spur of the moment. Yes, but we have talked about it for 10 years. So it's not spur of the moment. Esme and I have never been romantically involved. We will continue to date others and live our lives. So it's supposed to, is it like a polyamorous thing or is it just like what they know, think? I don't know because it would, what I don't really understand is. They don't need health insurance, these was two. This, is, was this just a ceremonial wedding or was it a legal wedding? Because if it's a legal wedding, it's almost like, oh, they want to have like a family together, but then like start you know their own American, modern American family. But if it's just friendship, it's just a gag between friends. Right. You know? I think it's a press wedding. <laughs> I think yeah. this wedding was just to get press. I really do. I I think that they were in Vegas having fun for Andrew Warren's birthday, which is what it says. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wouldn't it be funny if we finally just like got married? It'd be so funny and get yeah. written up in page six. Like, it'd be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we'll like write these like funny explanations. We'll talk about like free love and like, you know, uh, flu- gender and sexuality, fluidity yeah. and blah, blah, blah. It's- like. It's rejecting literally rejecting traditional marriage and it's like like the people my sexual partners are outside of marriage like marriage is the person i truly love and like want to be with forever my best friend but like who i fuck is completely independent of this concept of marriage like there there there's a there's a statement there but i don't think either of them are like eloquent enough to make that statement so right now it just looks like like something some fucking stupid thing a 20 something rich person did you know? I mean, if you're going to have Tiffany Trump, like, be the flower girl at your fake wedding, like, <laughs> your wedding is going to go under scrutiny and not be, like, respected as, like, a statement on yeah. marriage in the in this century, you know, like, pulling, on new marriage. <laughs> pulling the flowers out of a Tiffany bag. <laughs> it's like, try a little harder, everyone. What would, like, a Nico, what would, like, Nico Tortorelli have to say about this? <laughs> he would respect the idea, but, like, you know he would do it. He would do it better than this. Oh, I'm sure he already has done it better than this. Like the <laughs> the 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 marriage for the the like statement marriage. Anyways, you know what? Thank God gay people can get married because if they couldn't and I had to read this, I'd be very mad. <laughs> these, oh, exactly. Oh, that yeah. These Thank two God. Are like, like anyway, the- this 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 incident acts as like a nice a little a little gentle reminder of this whole category of who's we don't really talk about much, which is the New York City snap pack. Yeah. Honestly, they're 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 we don't talk about them because they're boring. That's the problem. They are boring, but they do get great old school press like this. And it does like kind of have my, it hits all my nostalgia points. Also, this is just, it's just not a look people care about anymore. Like people don't really care about like young people with too much money to burn. I think people will always have a fascination with young people born into money just because it feels so, everyone's like, so it's so like gross. And so like, how do people, how do young people like, what do you do when you're born into money? I think people always be obsessed with like nepotism in that way, mm-hmm. rich kids and nepotism, but I don't think They're that... not necessarily into the flaunting aspect of it, especially right now. There's a difference between being a famous person with like a talent's daughter or son mm-hmm. and being just a rich person's daughter or son. So like right. Tiffany Trump and like, uh, who else uh, in this group? The Brandt uh, brothers. The Brandt brothers, like people who just have like rich parents, like Vanderbilts or whatever. That is totally different than like um, uh, Kaya Gerber and like these kids that are born with like some sort of legacy by their parents that they have to either fulfill or not. That's yeah. the curiosity. When they're point. doing their parents' job instead of just spending their parents' money. 
you know? Right. And everyone's curious, like, can they do their parents' job as well as their parents? Michael Jackson's kids, like, what's yeah. the deal with them? Are they like, going to sing will, and dance? When will Ava Felipe, you know, make her screen debut? Right. So that's, I think, the difference in mm-hmm. what we care about mm-hmm. now versus what we um, cared about. Was it stagnant? Yeah. That would be the SAT award to describe. Was he not like a conversation pusher? Or was he just like... Okay, well, by conversation, if you mean repeating the same phrases over and over again, then yes, he was great at conversation. I keep putting myself out there, but I keep on coming up with guys that I don't really like. I don't know if I'm being too harsh or guys are subpar. When the very first question out of your date's mouth is, so what are your hobbies? Okay, Camille, like, they're being so harsh. It sounds like the worst thing that came out of your date's mouth. And the next thing we care about is... (laughs) This call. Hi, my name is Anna Lee. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Um, I just am homesick and am on BuzzFeed, and I see something about Felina Gomez's mom. I automatically click because I have a fascination with Selena Gomez's mom. I think she is an incredibly complex who, and I would really like you guys to dive into it because, like, it's amazing. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. So I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. This is about Selena Gomez's involvement with Woody Allen. And um, she's in this film, A Rainy Day in New York. Like, fuck you, Woody Allen. (laughs) Um, Alongside Timothee Chalamet, Elle Fanning, and Jude Law. Um, Chalamet, Timothee Chalamet, is donating his paycheck from the movie to Time's Up. The LGBT Center in New York and Rain, which is, I mean, wow. I really like Timothee. I'm really rooting for him now. Like, uh, but, I mean, it's problematic that he was involved with the movie in the first place, so whatever. But so is Selena Gomez, and she doesn't seem morally bankrupt. But her mom is just not having this crap. Um, the quote is, no one can make Selena do anything she doesn't want to do. I had a long talk with her about not working with him, and it didn't click. And then there's all this, like, fan theory that they're on the outs already, which is so fucking rude. Why do people do that? But, I mean, I guess that's what I'm doing now, so I don't want to be a hypocrite. All right. Good form, Bella Thorne. Yummy pop, ScarJo. I love you guys. Bye. So this is interesting. Mandy, her name is Mandy Teepy, Selena Gomez's mom. What's what's sort of intriguing about this whole story, and I think might be one of the reasons this caller is so obsessed with it, is because Selena Gomez's mom was uh, sort of a non-entity for so long because she was just sort of always there on the sidelines. They were friends. She brought it on red carpets to things. She was always around. They worked they together. Were friends. But like, it was her mom. But it's like, but it's like they didn't. It was one of those, like, my mom is my best friend things, you know, like, where she's just around. She didn't do anything. She was just, like, someone who was there. I don't know. I think she was always kind of a stage mom. But it's like, but she didn't get headlines for it. And now they've obviously had a falling out because now she's in the news all the time. And it's because she's, like, commenting about something Selena Gomez did to the press, which is, like, the number one red flag of you don't have a good relationship with your daughter because you're not talking to her in person. You're talking to Us Weekly about it. Apparently, Justin Bieber is the reason for all of this, but I don't know if I buy it. I think mom and Selena have been having a bad... Seven years, 
seven years of them happy, 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 happy together. And now it's all bad. Well, you don't know that. You don't know their relationship. Moms and daughters have bad relationships all the time. They, like, it doesn't help when somebody's famous and someone else is trying to make them famous You know what I whatever. mean. Publicly, like, publicly and on Selena's Instagram. Selena is a child star, so there's a lot there. Like, her mm-hmm. mom definitely, like, you know put a lot of this, moved a lot of this forward and definitely Mm -hmm. did a lot of this for her, whether she liked it or not. Hey, I'm Selena Gomez. My job is fun, but I also take it seriously. Another thing I take seriously is driving, and I'm learning how important it is to be a safe driver. Being a safe driver means not taking any chances. Always wear your seatbelt and pay attention to the speed limit. And don't talk or text on the phone while driving. I mean, who doesn't love to text? But I can wait. And who did you learn all this from? Let's just say I have a really good teacher. Thanks, Mom. And, you know, I think this recent Woody Allen thing, Woody Allen aside, because the Woody Woody Allen thing is a totally different topic than Selena and her mom. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Selena's mom, like, went into the Instagram comments and commented has nothing to do with Woody Allen, I don't think. It has nothing to do with it. Like, I just think that it's totally separate. It's like her mom was on, like, a little bit of, like, a a trip, a power trip, and, Mm -hmm. like, went into the comments and, like, commented. Her mom did comment about Woody Allen. Like, her mom... Sure, but I just think that it's like the stuff about her mom not wanting to being mad about Justin Bieber and then, you know, People Magazine reporting. This is it's more complicated than just fighting over a guy, said the source. Mandy and Selena have had their ups and downs before. This isn't the first time, which is interesting because who says that about a mom and a daughter fighting over a guy? They're not fighting over like fucking him. They're like fight like that's a weird way to put it, I thought. But it does sort of seem like she's the source. It seems like one of those she's the source moments. Of course um, it's more it complicated is. than just fighting over a guy. It, re- I mean, it reads to me that like she's right. Maybe they've had their ups and downs before, but it was never enough to prevent Selena from posting glowing photos of her on Instagram. And now they have. Now Selena doesn't even talk about her. Yeah. And it seems like there was a straw that broke the camel's back. She did one unforgivable thing, and now she's trying to prevent her image from being completely ruined. But she's Who? going about it the wrong way. Man, the mom. The mom. She does like it. Seems it just seems like she's spiraling, and she doesn't know what to do. I mean, I don't know. It's like, do you want a relationship with your daughter or do you want to, like, have your own, like, fame and celebrity? Mm, so, like, mm. choose. I mean, Bieber and his mom were on the outs for a long time, too. And because, like, fine. he was making bad choices and now, now she's back. But I think it's because of, like, church and stuff. Anyways, um, definitely not coincidentally, this morning, Selena Gomez made a significant donation, according to people, according a to source. a source at... A source close to the star told people that Selena's donation, quote, far exceeded the salary she received for. Right. And so my my conspiracy theory here is that that was also leaked by Mandy because she's like, look, I'm doing a good thing for you now. Yeah, but I'm did she make a donation or not? Who knows? At this point, it doesn't even matter. But now I mean, Selena Gomez matter. got good press about it. Okay, but like it does matter whether she made the donation. Or maybe yeah, I know, but this... she got the headline for it just now. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what, like, it does make a difference whether Selena made a donation or not. Whether, yeah, but I'm talking about Mandy. It doesn't matter to Mandy because she can say, "Oh, I did this good thing for you." I'm, I'm assuming that Selena Gomez did do it, and that Mandy was like, "I'm going to tell people that Selena did this, and then it'll make me look good to Selena because I leaked this story." I don't know. I'm just saying. I just think that. Mandy commenting in those comments spurred something, a conversation. And Selena was like, I don't want to deal with this. Make the donation. And then maybe mm-hmm. Mandy was like, aren't you glad that I like commented so that like I inspired you to like do the right thing? And then that then like who even knows? Who even knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. she's still pissed. The funniest thing, I think, just m- mommy issues aside, the funniest thing about this is that <laughs> Selena Gomez 
one-upped everyone in this statement where it's like everyone was like i donated my salary to times up i donated my, my, my salary to this and selena gomez was like i donated my my salary and then some i know to other and shit. also reading the comment i mean the commenter kind of started to read it out loud but reading the comment that mandy wrote is actually sort of biting in many ways it's she says um, her team are amazing people. There is no fall person here. No one controls her. She makes all her own decisions. No matter how hard you try to advise, it falls on deaf ears. So think mm-hmm. about that, like, not even in the context of Woody Allen. It's like, okay, like, Selena has a great team, but she makes her own bad decisions. And that's why she's dating Justin Bieber again. And that's yeah, why I know. But it's like, that. that's what I'm saying. It's like, this This is, this is behavior is coming out of the blue. Like, what was the, what was the decision that she did not listen? What was... The decision she made that I don't know, Mandy but off. I don't think it has anything to do with uh, with Woody Allen. <laughs> like, no, I think it has to do with. I mean, I think the easy answer is that it has to do with Justin Bieber. Selena Gomez's mom, Mandy Tifi, still not happy about her daughter's relationship with Justin Bieber. My mama don't like you, she likes everyone. But she's all about moving forward. A source tells ET Selena knows how her mom feels about the purpose singer. Quote, Mandy has said her piece. They just don't talk about it. Mandy knows that Selena is an adult and she's going to do what she wants. In a recent interview with Gossip Cop, Mandy expressed her displeasure with Justin, whom she says she hasn't spoken to or texted in years. Is it too late now to say sorry? Selena rekindled her romance with Justin back in October, after she split from then-boyfriend The Weeknd. E.T. Source believes the reason Tifi doesn't like Bieber is because she thinks he was a terrible influence, and their past relationship was toxic, and took Gomez many years to get over. Can't keep my hands to myself. Hey, this is Emily from Maryland. Long time, first time. Um, I'm just calling to let you guys know that a couple of days ago, Melissa Joan Hart um, made two sponsored posts about two different brands of turkey, but she made pretty much identical posts about it. She, In each of them, she is standing in a fake Ikea-looking kitchen with a spread of delicious Uh, turkey offerings in front of her. To her left, she's got some taco salad made with ground turkey. And on her right, she's got some enchiladas with like three-inch slabs of turkey breast in it. Um, It all looks disgusting. In both photos, she is flanked by a package of the ground turkey and turkey breast cutlets. And The food is exactly the same in each photo. The only thing that changes is the packaging on the turkey and the napkins under the food that she has supposedly prepared. There's really no point to this. I just thought it was hilarious. And I've never seen this type of spawn con done before. Um, uh, That's it, I guess. Uh, Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. On a face level, this is like the funniest thing in the whole entire world. Melissa Joan Hart advertising two different turkey brands and two different turkey Instagrams on like literally adjacent, next to each other. Adjacent grid placement. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's it's funny with or without this second bit of knowledge 
but it does sort of it it does sort of it does sort of ruin the fun out of it. So yeah. these two brands are owned by the same company. So it's right. she actually like one of them is the white meat and one of them is just the regular <laughs> turkey meat. So it's like <laughs> they're both they're both owned by what is it? It's not Sunnybrook Farms. By Sunnybrook Farms, I think Sunnybrook Farms owns the whole turkey thing. Um, Shady Brook Farms. Shady Brook Farms. But then Honeysuckle White is, as far as I can tell, just the arm of Sunnybrook, Shady Brook Farms that sells exclusively white turkey meat. So <laughs> she had to pose with the two different, um, you know, the star products from the Shady Brook Farm lines, which is their ground regular turkey and then their ground white meat turkey. I just feel um, like this is, if you put these photos side by side, it's one of those like really funny back of the magazine, like circle the differences because <laughs> yes. it's like... Because there's only one difference. <laughs> there's only like one difference and it's the packages of meat that are resting like beside her. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is like the exact like, same like food spread. It's like the, the, the lighting is visible on the Shady Brook Farms one, but the lighting is not visible on the honey. Keep, like a white one. I keep it's clicking like, back and forth. It's uh, it's truly mesmerizing. It feels like, like you're on drugs. It's like it's it's sort of like whenever you like you're you're shutting your left eye and then open shutting your right eye, shutting your left eye, shutting your yeah. right eye. Like yeah. it, what is that in, uh, from Wayne's World? Wayne's World camera one, camera two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very camera one, camera two, but it's also like oh same same look of horrific embarrassment on Melissa Joan Hart's face in one. But can you imagine the speed? So someone just ran in, switched out the turkey, and then they took the photo again. Because it looks like no time has passed. Right, but like there's, I just don't understand why the photos, the angle is so slightly different that it's like, did you not like just steady like the second photo to match the first? Or like, why is the light showing? You're right. Like, why is like the fluorescent light showing on the top? Whose kitchen is this? Like, it's clearly a movie set. Like it's a, it's a, it's a set. It, you yeah, can like tell the that's photos a behind kitchen. her are of nothing. There's like barely anything in the cabinets. Like <laughs> it, nothing looks like it's ever been used. My favorite comments are the ones that are like, beautiful kitchen, Melissa. And it's like, there's this is not anyone's kitchen. This is on a soundstage. Beautiful kitchen. Oh, Melissa, also, beautiful kitchen. Are the captions the same? Oh my God, they, they're the same. We all know when you eat better, you feel better. I love using family farm-raised turkey from Shady Brook Farms when cooking for my family. Then the other one says, we all know when you when you eat better, you feel better. I love using family farm-raised turkey from Honeysuckle White that when cooking for my family. <laughs> In a way, it's like a deranged, it's a deranged version of the Celine Dion thing where she has to caption in, yeah. in French and English. It's like, <laughs> oh, I have to caption in Honeysuckle White and Shady Brook Farm. Why are they two different? Like, put them on the same Instagram and then have, like, both be, like, the, uh, it's very, it's all, it's very upsetting. It seems You're right. like, I, I, I mean, having, a bit of experience with this, Lindsay. This seems like the sort of ad that like they're going to get a call about where it's like this wasn't what we had in the contract. Like this isn't exactly what we asked you to deliver. We're going to need you to do this again. This doesn't I mean, look right. I mean, this doesn't look right. What was the contract for this? Like as if it wasn't like some, you know, scrawled on like napkin with or turkey, a piece of turkey with some I like, bet you they weren't they weren't supposed to do the same one in the same day, you know? And you can tell that, like, Melissa Joan Hart has, like, the friendliest fan base in the world because yeah. no comments are rude. Right. No like, comments are rude. All the comments are like, like, why is this the same as the other one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like, what a nice and great kitchen. Someone loving that long hair. Get him, girl. <laughs> 
And then another one is just love you, love you, love you. This is the fan base you want. Like, uh, this is the ideal fan base. Hope says, the enchiladas look delicious. They're just so supportive. Melissa and Hart must have the best fans on the planet. I mean, you guys not included, obviously. We have the best fans on the planet. But I also know that if we posted a Shadybrook Farm image Instagram and then a, what is this other one? Our fans would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Honeysuckle White and Shadybrook Farm Instagrams one after the other, we would get some shade. Anyway, uh, we have one more call. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, this is Mia calling from Nashville. Um, I feel like I always call you guys about Bachelor stuff because you're like the only ones in my life that even remotely care. But I just saw on Instagram that Nick Bile is dating January Jones. Like, what's happening? What is this alternative universe we're living in? Like, how did this happen? And what's up with these Bachelor people, like, crossing over into celebrity hoodum and, like, dating actual, like, actors and actresses. I I just don't get it. Please help. Bye. So this follows, what's his name? The guy who's dating Sarah Hyland? Uh, Wells, Wells Adams. Wells. Um, this follows Wells in, as the caller said, Bachelor, former Bachelor contestants dating outside their universe, um, <laughs> which is rare. Which is very rare. But Not even just their universe, but like a better universe. <laughs> <laughs> But it happens. It happens. I don't. I'm trying to think of other times that contestants have dated former contestants have dated celebrities, and it's definitely a thing. Yeah, but like January Jones rules. Everyone loves January Jones. January Jones is just one of those people who I think has a reputation for being like cool, cool. You know, like you want to be friends with this particular. Celebrity. I mean, I personally find her fascinating, and so I'd want to be friends with her, so I could like know everything because it seems like mm-hmm. she knows everything. She keeps a lot of stuff close to her chest. <laughs> such as the identity of her, uh, the father of her child, which cool. I think is like very rare for her industry. Well, it's also like, so everybody knows January Jones has this kid that no one knows the father of, but it's like, I wouldn't normally care about the, f- the identity of the father of somebody's kid, although I do no. kind of care about Mindy Kaling's, unless there was like a big deal made about it. It's just because January Jones has this crazy like dating history that mm-hmm. it's fascinating because the child of her father could be like Bobby Flay. Like, it's not just like, if it was just yeah. some random guy, I wouldn't care, you know, like yeah. I wouldn't care if that was the case people she has she is has dated publicly in the past is like a wild ride so yeah, you have from, you know the early 2000s <laughs> the early 2000s to, to the present ashton kutcher jim carrey brandon davis which Lindsay and i were talking before recording everyone dated brandon davis in like right. 2005 it was a specific everyone year. yeah sean william scott josh Groban. like watch culture change jo- josh groban jeremy piven Tommy Alastra, who I didn't know he was an L.A. club promoter. Then there's Adrian Brody, past his prime Adrian Brody, which is interesting. And then Jason Sudeikis and Bobby Flay was somewhere in that little late aughts mix. And now Also, she's... mind you, these are people that she could have just gone on like one date, one or two dates oh, with. Yeah. These yeah, aren't yeah. like dated. I think the longer – she dated Ashton Kutcher for like a significant period of time, mm-hmm. I remember. And she, she dated, dated Jason Sudeikis for a while. For a while, right. And um, the rest, I'm not entirely sure how long she mm-hmm. dated all of them. But but that's sort of the fun. That's what made the the 
the baby thing such a big deal. It was like, right. so it's like, it really could be anyone. It could just be Joe Schmo. It could, she could have gotten, she could have bought oh from God. a sperm bank, you know? Like, we have no idea. She's a mystery. Also, that like iconic photo of her like walking of shaming into a cab wearing oh, like the a best full walk dress. Of shame. <laughs> she's like from in, like an award show the night before. She's definitely in a dress from an award show from the night before or something, and she's like her arm is reaching to a cab, Holding and she's her like shoes. looking. She's looking at the camera, and you're like, oh my god, Google it. It's like very she's great. She's she seems fun and cool. She also and seems fun if you follow her on Instagram. She's great. But the point about this call is that. Supposedly, she and Nick, Nick Vile are dating or went on a date. I suspect a date or a few dates because basically she went on the Late Show in November, the James Corden Late Show, and she said she like part of her story. She was like, "It's actually on." I can play a little bit of it. Is that she tells a story mm-hmm. about how Nick Vile's people reached out to her people and said he wanted her to do the lip sync battle with him. Since you were here last, this is uh, <clears throat> when the last time you're on the show. You spoke uh, at length, uh, very passionately, about your love for The Bachelor. Yeah. And then, since then, is this true that someone from The Bachelor got in touch with you? Well, got in touch with me through my buffer person. Right. Yeah. Um, Who was it? Nick Vile. Who's like the the dude? Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, he's he was he's on the Bachelor on many, many twice iterations. and the Bachelor once. Yeah, and he you don't know if you like him or if he's a scumbag, and I think that's why I'm attracted to him. Maybe right. But it's it's <laughs> and yeah, he asked me to be um, to battle him on lip sync battle. <clears throat> So like is, that, is that like is that yeah. is that like his way of asking me out, or <laughs> does he have a problem with me? Like I I don't know what that was, but I declined. Yeah. Because I don't need to be humiliated. And his name is Vile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Spelled differently, Emmy. Okay. Yeah. But have you? So did but you? Yeah, there is that. Like, there's that. So you said no, I don't want a lip sync battle, and then did he not come back and say, mm-hmm. well, do you want to get a drink or drink. something? No, he didn't. That says a lot. It does say a lot. Since he has asked her out, maybe he saw this clip. He was yeah, like, maybe oh. maybe he saw the clip. Right. Maybe and he so saw the clip. Apparently, they've been, quote unquote, seeing each other ever since. So there's so many layers of this where it's like, yeah. she put out in the world that she was a Bachelor fan. He put out in the world that he wanted to, like, you know, do lip sync battles. She put it out in the world again that he had called her and she made a joke about it. And then, and like, someone made it happen. Out. Someone made it happen. Yeah. Um, point is, this is. Bobby likes now Nick Vile also, bye. This is now what, huh? You love Nick Vile. Oh, I love Nick Vile. I love like, Nick Vile. You love him. Yeah, I love Nick Vile. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, I number one, I get it. Number two, this is officially a trend now, I think. It's what do a, you mean? It's a trend. Uh, actresses, actresses dating, openly dating Bachelor contestants. It's a trend. Who do you think would be next? If it had to be someone next, who do you think the next Bachelor to date an actress would be? Well, I always thought Ben was really hot, but I think he's Christian-y, and I don't think that he will. Ben Flajnik? Yeah, he's, like, really cute. And he's kind of, like, yeah. I don't know. Um He's cute. Um, uh, who else has been? Well, you know, Ari's Ari or Ari wants to date someone famous, but he won't. No one will date him. And no. then Ari seems like a drip. And then who? Uh, yeah, who's before? And that one guy, you know, was in that horrible accident. He's out. I'm just trying to think of other men Farmer who guy. like made a splash on. Oh yeah, because he had a DUI or whatever. He killed someone. Oh with right. The DUI. He drove drunk and he killed someone. Allegedly. Do we okay, have to you're say right. That? He's out. He's out. Um, but who? Are, I'm trying to think of other men who stood out from the past Bachelorette season that got mm-hmm. on maybe 
Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. I don't know if there's any other dudes that really and like. So many of the dudes are like scary. So <laughs> you don't really. Oh, you know don't... who could? Peter Krause, the other Peter Krause. Peter oh, Krause. I don't know him. He's the one who they wanted to offer the Bachelor to, but then he, they did not offer the Bachelor to him. Everyone thought they were. He has the gap in his tooth. He was like second place. Remember, oh, he she turned it down. Okay. Remember, she didn't. Oh, Rachel him. didn't choose him, and everyone oh, was like, Ugh, and they like loved him and da da da. I think he mm-hmm. could. He could mm-hmm. date a. He could date a January Jones type. He could. He good. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think that's all we have for this week. So we're done. So that's all we have to say. We we want you to have a good weekend. We want to thank you for rating interviews on iTunes. Our number again is six one nine Who Them. We want to tell you coming to, to you keep live from San Diego. In. Please come. Please call into our offices in San Diego, California. It's beautiful here today. Mm-hmm. Um, Just kidding. We rarely listen to there. the phone calls together, and it was fun. We listened to the phone calls together yesterday, and it was like kind of uh, it was a different experience. It was really funny. No, we it usually was listen fun. to them separately. It was fun. It was fun. I think we should start doing that. And then I think that's it. So, yeah. Have a good weekend. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Hi. This is Andrea from Seattle. And I'm just wondering if you could let me know about Oprah's husband. Like... They've been married for a long time. I have no idea who he is. I've really never even heard his name until the Golden Globes. What what does he do, and how does he get to stay married to Oprah? Okay, thanks. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.